Hello, welcome VIP members. Welcome, welcome. We are continuing our conversation with Nicoletta Pergolizzi, and we are talking about how to take horse wisdom out into the world. Nicoletta, you have just been giving us so much uh, by sharing your experiences and, and really giving a fabulous uh, opportunity for us to understand how to take horse wisdom, literally, and put it into the environment for the greater good of all. So I love that. So I want to continue. Uh, again, those of you who are the VIP All Access members, you get to go a little deeper. So we were chatting about uh, some of the most miraculous uh, happenings as a result of specific course wisdom, whether people were conscious of it or not. So you want to tell us that you said something about Sri Lanka. Yes, absolutely. It's uh, it's where the um, teachings of the horses and the the, the resilience. It it was the most uh, obvious and it was uh, the the biggest learning. Uh, it was really? just I remember. Yes, absolutely yeah. teaching. Yes, yes, and it was. Um, I was there um, a few months, a couple of months after the tsunami. That was in December 2006 already, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, everything was destroyed. It was absolutely, it was disaster. There were no houses, uh, no boats and nothing. It's uh, piles of ruins. And, uh, and the people there, they had lost uh, family members. They had lost uh, friends, they had lost their houses, they had lost their livelihoods. So, so and the, the government was not helping. In the North, uh, there were as well uh, political tensions uh, with the rebels. So it was a difficult situation. Wow. And still they were living. And uh, this is the word, but living to the fullest. They were, uh, putting together meals. I remember I visited a village and they put together a meal. They improvised, uh, I don't know even how, but they were again all together, the community, putting together and sharing what they had. And it was a feast. It was, it was amazing. And then afterwards there was uh, dancing and it was singing and it was, again, life was stronger than everything. And uh, resilience, the, capacity to adapt and say, okay, rebuild, fine. Today is today, tomorrow is tomorrow. So mm -hmm. we live today to the fullest. And it's the here and now that horses are masters at. And I must say also the, indeed, the first people as well, very often they have this wisdom uh, and uh, we have lost it a little bit. The ancients, the pre-conquest people. Yes. They have yes. that, uh, that, that more traditional, maybe the more traditional cultures, let's say. Yeah. Um, it's uh, still, there is a, there is a, a wisdom that uh, we have edulcorated, we have uh, sugared, we have, uh, or in, a, in Spanish, they say descafeinado as well, you know, let's say, you like know, lost, uh, yeah, you have lost the caffeine in the coffee. So what is left? <laughs> so, oh my goodness, I love that. Yeah. <clears throat> That's incredible. So, yeah. Uh, one of the things that uh, has 
a graduate actually shared with me at a workshop the <laughs> a few weeks ago it was so interesting uh, you know the blm here the bureau of land management mm -hmm. they're the ones that are in charge of all the wild horses yes yes and so she, we were in new mexico and she was talking about she had gone to uh colorado where they brought in a, a a huge herd of wild horses but of course they weren't one intact herd they were from different bands and so they were from different cultures if you will and so she was watching them she said she'd never been able to see that and there were hundreds of them and it was really interesting to watch how as a whole system, they very, very quickly saw what the situation was and they organized themselves as a whole first. And then what were the boundaries, what needed to happen with each band so that they could exist and be okay within this very strange uh devastating situation for them so that because there was so much fear there was so much uh there were some that were aggressive but you could tell that the the leaders uh just revealed themselves in and how they managed this but it it was it was fluid it was immediate it was uh collective so it sounds very something similar to, yes. to what you're talking about, although that might have been an intact community, the fact was that they all had to get together. Their different little cultures yes. had to yes. merge into the whole. And that's why also the system concept that you were mentioning is so, uh, it's an interesting tool indeed for reading. Uh, uh, reality and understanding a little bit better because the three pillars uh, uh, are indeed the belonging, then the order where you are, belonging the community, where do you belong to the group, and then uh, the order, and then balance. So without balance, the system will always try to find and to strive for balance, and it's sometimes got to. can be it's hard, exactly, because it's a system that can thrive. Right. And That's exactly yes. it. Yeah. Yes. So the order, first of all, where does everybody, where do they, how do they be? <laughs> where do yes. they need to go? And yes. then how to keep that in balance. Yes. Right. I mean, we can even think about uh, the first thing that comes to me is, is riding horses. Yes. Uh, they are just struggling to get balance with us on their backs. They're just struggling and, um, you know, trying. I'm not saying that it's awful, awful. I'm saying that they're striving for that balance, which is so innate for them. It's yes. so innate to be in balance. That's the whole thing that the, the magic of their wisdom is that if they are interacting with something or someone that is not in balance, it's often called incongruence, yes. then they respond or react to that in different ways, depending on the horse and the situation. Yes. So uh, I love that the system is going to try to find ba balance, whatever. So we can either recognize it and getting, get on board and figure out what role yes. we need to play. Absolutely. Uh, to, and have awareness of, okay, this is in balance and this isn't. And that's part of what being in our bodies and listening to our bodies as individuals, if we're out there, because I'm sure you do this, Nicoletta, as an individual, you look and you feel in your body, you, you know where you are, you're paying attention, 
to uh, what's happening by listening to your body. But also, this is the thing that was so interesting for me when I first spoke with you. Well, how does that show up in what you're doing in terms of creating these programs and leadership (laughs) protocol and all of this? Because it does start with us. Yes. Did you call it a seed? Yes, I mentioned uh, indeed uh, it's it's a seed uh, and then it will grow and uh, you never know what will grow sometimes it can be a flower can be a fruit can be a plant can be nettles (laughs) it uh, does uh, bottom line doesn't matter because you have uh, the place that you have and it's important Mm. so it's uh, and thinking and uh, reflecting a little bit on what you were saying it's again a going back to presence it's uh, the 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 secret possibly is presence in the present moment so it's being aware of course observing and uh, observing the observer as well and like the buddhist concept that it's um, it's the pre- try to be as present as much as you can. It's not always possible. That it's essential indeed to be to give back as a human being as well. Presence sometimes your presence is is a gift enough. Yes, and that's another human thing that's very difficult. The how we value ourselves, and uh, it, it it's so connected uh when you talked about being present it's not always possible when when you are in fear or in crisis and the horses were in that situation that i just described all of those hundreds of horses that was fear high high fear and crisis there was no anger involved but there was fear and so uh they had to be present in with that fear it, it, they are instinctively made to be able to hold it together, so to speak, <laughs> and, and do what needs to happen for them to survive and thrive, right? And yes. so this is something that uh, humans can learn. This is definitely horse wisdom, recognizing fear. Okay, and that was where we go into the messages behind emotions from Carla McLaren and Linda Kohanov. Fear, is there a threat or is, are you vulnerable? Are your, your, uh, your paradigms, your, your narratives, are they at risk? Yes. And it's okay. You can be afraid. I always uh, tell to the teenagers that are coming indeed to, um, to my coaching uh, um, classes, it's, um, it's okay to be, to be scared. It's good information. It's wonderful. Keep in touch with that, but just be aware that you are. Maybe indeed, as you were saying, it's a vulnerability. Maybe it's not being scared. Maybe it's feeling a tiny tiny in front of this huge horse. It doesn't matter. It's information. And it's very important indeed. Emotions as information are, are information. Right. And uh, it's, uh, it's essential recognizing, acknowledging this and uh, accepting it, welcoming the fear and saying, okay, I hear you, fine. I'm not shutting you off, I hear you. You can stay, but I will take steps to appease it. Right, so being present, you must recognize your emotions to be fully present. So that brings me back to the, I think the last thing I wanna talk about is 
uh, I was talking about as a humanitarian aid worker, uh, all of the very, very uh, stressful, devastating experiences that you are exposed to. And you said, well, uh, most aid workers do not talk. Yes. So how do you manage those emotions that are so, so overwhelming? Because I know there's a lot of people out there, even though they're not experiencing that kind of devastation over the last year and a half, it's been pretty devastating everywhere. Uh, how do you manage to keep that balance when the system is so out of balance? There are different steps. And again, uh, there is not one uh, solution or recipe or tool for, for everybody. Uh, for some people, indeed, it would be, would be very, very nice, but it doesn't happen. Yeah. For some people, it's a sharing or being listened to. Mm. And it's extremely important, again, to hold space. I remember when I, uh, I did a psychological first aid uh, training, it's indeed uh, just listen. It's there to active listen to the person. They don't need solutions. They just need to be listened. Expression. Yes, and uh, that's, uh, that's essential. For others can be indeed uh, instead nature. And uh, this is, for example, my solution. <laughs> the, 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 it's where I go to when I, I need to, to rebalance myself, where I need, when I need really to get in touch with um, the nicer parts of life and to my inner self and uh, yes, and to appease. My, the experiences, the piece of fears, the piece of frustration, whatever, it's nature. So walking nature, spending time with the animals, uh, uh, being just uh, hanging out with the horses, the famous word, hanging out with the horses, who stop doing nothing. <laughs> no brushing, uh, no nothing, just hanging out. And when I usually, when I do, it's uh, very interesting because they lay down and uh, it's, <laughs> all five of them and it's a it's really an invitation it's an invitation okay sit down on uh, on the field fine the field there together with all of them and uh, just be oh, so, it just feels wonderful just even yes feeling. Yeah, yeah and so i'm hearing uh express it acknowledge yes. it express yes. it and yes. as uh, Linda says, go back to grazing because that's what yes. the horses do. Exactly. Ex I mean, expressing it may be shaking, moving. Yes. It can yes. be lying down in nature and connecting with the earth. It yes. can be any any different way. But if we don't begin by being present and feeling it, then it's going to be difficult to, for us to be aware of it, acknowledge it, and express. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, Nicoletta, again, thank you so much for your you. perspective and how to, oh, and somebody's starting a motor out here. So this is a good time to end. Thank you so much for uh, just being here with us and all the work that you do. I really mean that. And your horses are beautiful. <laughs> Lisa, thank you very, very much uh, for the invitation. Uh, thank you for the time. And I really appreciate enormously also what you are doing. And it's uh, from thriving uh, and 
moving indeed from the round pen into the world. It's the, it's the high time, it's the right moment. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. And thank you everyone. And below you can find out how to get in touch with Nicoletta if you would like to know more or talk to her. And um, yeah, we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.